Hello everyone, welcome back to yours truly at the plot of confusion. We will be talking about the speech that was given by the President of the United States, President Joe Biden. Oh my gosh, I uh, whew. okay, it, 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 it. I'm gonna be honest just right off the bat. Uh, the speech that was given was extremely alarming. Extremely alarming. Here's the reason why. Because a sitting president, even though he is for his party, uh, should always try and find the middle ground between the uh, uh, his opponents and his own political party. And in doing so, try and work out the differences. Now, I can understand leaning a little bit more towards your party, that makes sense. That's just because, well, it is your party. But let's talk about the speech. First of all, first of all, let's talk about the imaging, imaging of the the mindset that it was giving right off the bat as if you had the presidents coming out of the gates of hell, so to speak. In the background, you have this bright red um, color that, let, you know, is showing defiance to the red. And then you have the Marines who are standing there saluting the president, the commander-in-chief, like they're supposed to. But you have the Marines standing there. And then you have this speech. This speech which... Call Biden calls on Americans, as he calls it, resist the threats to democracy. Um, I don't know what he's thinking is threats to the democracy. I mean, you take a look at what we've had going on in the country today. Instead of us focusing on, okay, how are we going to get uh, inflation down? How are we going to come out of this uh, recession? How are we going to make sure we don't slip into a depression? Why is no one really talking about the student loans being forgiven, Or the fact that the Federal Reserve told the banks to approve all housing loans. Let that sink in for a second. So the, the plus that we've been having is the fact that they have told them to... Say yes to anyone that wants to have a housing. And all of a sudden, tell me yourself, have you noticed that houses are being built? And you're like, wait a second. People are selling the land. These houses are being built. Who's going to move in? Is anyone moving in? That is also the question. Or are we looking at another uh, bubble that is about to pop? And when it does, I don't think... We as America will be able to say that we are a superpower anymore. Now, the thing that goes on is that when I said I wonder if our president has actually looked at the Constitution or even amendments, uh, where the first thing is freedom of religion, press, and expression. Congress shall make no laws respecting an establishment of religion, are prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, 
or the right of the people peacefully to establish, to assemble. I mean, he's coming off saying, you know, call the arms. I mean, this was just absolute. I just, I just, I was just sitting here with my, honestly going, what in the world? So, speaking of the imagery, you have him coming. It's very dark, if you if you can tell. The um, it's it's a very like like he's in like his mom's basement or something. I mean, it's like dark, gritty. It looks like we're getting ready to have a D and D Dungeons and Dragons um party where we're sitting here role playing. Because I gotta tell you, there was a whole bunch of role playing going on in his speech, because. He's sitting here saying that we got to go up against and stop the mega, the mega wave, the mega, the mega. Um, you have it where the president uh, condemned Trump, led extremists, as he calls them, uh, the cast midterm elections, a battle for the soul of our democracy. I mean, uh, comes out and says that anyone that supports Trump... Um, or this, what, the red wave, which, I mean, let's be honest, is it really a red wave? Because if you take a look at what we've seen so far in the primaries that's going on right now, it's not really been a wave. So far, it's been a whimper. I mean, I hate to say it like that, but it is the truth. I mean, I don't know if the Republicans know how to sit here and capitalize on America going, hey, we need a new direction. We're the party that's going to give you that new direction. And I think, in a way, the per- the person that wrote uh, Biden's speech um, right off the bat knows that the GOP is kind of teetery on wh- which way do we go? Do we go full on uh, with a mega supporter Trumps, or do we stay with the traditions of our base? What are we going to do? So they're kind of like right now a fish out of the water. But yet, the Democrats aren't any better right now because they, they don't even have their finger on the pulse of America. They don't understand. And this is where I see that, again, politics is being played and they're not really caring about the American people because no one is addressing the topics that are actually important, such as inflation, such as all these student loans being forgiven. The uh, Fed saying approve all businesses to, that wants to have a building permits or whatever building, you know, give it. Give it, give it, give it. And everything is going up in price. Everything's going up in price. And it's as if the American people are going, we don't need to have where you tell us that this side of the party is evil and the other side of the party is telling us that this side of the party is evil. And it's not helping out the American people, but I don't believe that that uh, President Trump, uh, President Biden's um, message last night was to bring unity into America. I think it was to, and it's doing what it was laid to do. You have a lot of the left saying this is the right speech, but I could not in my life have ever seen where a president comes out and literally attacks 50% of the American people because they don't agree 
or they don't have the same ideology as he has. This is close to being a tyrant. This is close to being like what dictators do, where they sit there and say, oh, this party is irrelevant because they don't agree with everything that we wanted to, so, so we're in power, but we're going to make that, that party obsolete, do away with it, get rid of it, because we don't want to have our views and ideology challenged. That's really what it looks like. So you have just before the traditional Labor Day launch and also dealing with the political system, President Biden um, hmm, inserts himself into the midterm elections on Thursday with a fierce speech casting former uh, President Donald J. Trump and his followers by ending with optimists for the nation's democratic future. For the four uh, <laughs> takeaways from the prime time address at Independence Hall in uh, Philadelphia is, let's just, let's just look, says, um, the topic is if you are a Trump supporter, then you are the enemy. If you're uh, a part of the mega wave, then you are the thing that stands on the cusp of our democracy falling. And I mean, when you're listening to the speech itself and what's being said, the thing that alarms me is that this is not a speech to unite the country. This is a speech to bring division in the country. And in some ways, in some ways, his speech is on the cusp of what people who are at war with one another would say, where they would sit there. Prime example, where you have Ukraine and Russia right now. If you listen to what's going on uh, on, from Russia's point of view, Russia's in the right for invading Ukraine. You take a look at the point of view from Ukraine, they're wrong for being uh, that Russia's invaded them. And when you, you take a look at this and you see that these two world leaders and what they're saying to each other is because they are at war with one another. And it was to me in this speech as if our president was declaring war on anyone that did not agree with his point of view. I mean, it, I, you know, some people are saying, you know, this was the speech uh, that, that Satan wrote. Um, I've told y'all time and time again that I always say that everything's being pretty much orchestrated. And I believe this is the same, that this is being orchestrated to make the people that are for uh, for Trump to sit here and say, see, see right there, right there. It proves that he's a tyrant. He's a dictator. You got the ones that's on the left looking at Trump saying he's the dictator. You have where everyone is saying, you know, what happened to Trump's home in Florida, which I find interesting that the, you know, the home in Florida was the one that had all these, you know, top secret documents, but yet you have, again, Hillary Clinton, and she has her emails, and they're not 
you know, secure, but yet she's able to do that. It, it's showing you, I'm telling you, it's showing you that there's, they're trying to make the people go, well, wait a second, you're saying that the same rules and laws don't apply to the Democrats uh, that the regular American people have to face and that the Republicans have to face. And Republicans are sitting there saying, our uh, political party on the opposite side is once again uh, bolstering and pandering to this idea that if we don't agree with their ideology, then uh, democracy is threatened. And when you have this type of rhetoric that's being spoken, that typically can happen on the sidelines with your congressman. Okay? It, that, it can because, you know, they're supposed to have that type of banter against one another. But to have a sitting president come out and attack a former president, attack the supporters of that president, to constantly, not only just finally say, okay, we won, we have the White House, let's move away from former President Trump, and let's move forward with, with our views that we want with the party, but that's not what's happening. Anything and everything that can be blamed on Trump is to get the American people to focus only on that small piece of the puzzle and making it where anyone that is a supporter of Trump is going to automatically be in his corner and going, we must stand up against this, this, this tyranny. And then you have the ones that are for Biden are going to be the same way. And it keeps the people at each other's throats by a political agenda while the rest of the world is, is, is slowly falling apart. No one's talking about Israel has now taken the yen in as a currency that is in the opposition to the U.S. dollar. No one's talking about that um, the American dollar is losing value and that other countries are looking at alternative ways to still have their own economy going when uh, America's economy completely tanks. No one's talking about this. No one's talking about the crippling inflation that is hitting around the world and that the world is feeling this. And to be honest, the country at fault and at blame for this pain is the United States. And that the United States, instead of us finding ways to broker a peace treaty between Ukraine and Russia or be able to uh, lift the sanctions that has been placed that has not actually crippled or bothered Russia whatsoever. Not at all. It's only hurt America and her allies. And you're having uh, in America where we are more focused on gender identity than we are on let's actually help the people that need help. 
when people want to come here from another country, help them have the tools to be able to come into this country legally. Finding ways to help the poverty level and the, the I mean, it is like a third world country in California. The homeless rate there is just completely and absolutely terrifying. But yet, no one's talking about the stimulus checks that's going out to uh, the residents of California, going out to them every week, every month, where the state itself is broke and it is the rest of the nation that is having to pick up the bill for that. No one's talking about uh, the fact that the border is in so much chaos that instead of these sanctuary states, these sanctuary cities, you know, I'm glad that the governor of Texas finally says, you know what? You're going to put your money where your mouth is. And it's sat there and now are busing these people to those states. But you don't have the American president talking about this. You don't have him talking about the things that are detriment to every American citizen. Whether you're an independent, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, we're all feeling this weight of a burden of financially being completely like tapped out. And instead of focusing on the issues at hand to help the nation become once again a strong and great nation, it is a political jargon that is being spewed out to sitting here to bring us to a break of, honestly, war. I hate to say it, but I mean, these are the, the, the lingo that he gave last night. I mean, it is, it is like if you don't agree with this party and this president, then the next thing you're going to see is they're going to want to round everyone up and put them in re-education centers to re-educate them to follow and obey the ideology that the Democrats are pushing. And right now, the Democrats are so wanting to be politically correct that they have completely gone off the rails when it comes to the fact of gender equality. Or saying that now that, you know, parents... Your children, if they don't, they want to identify as an it, they can identify as like cousin it from, you know, the Adams family. I mean, it's is absolutely insane. I mean, we have gone from um, a, a nation that at once was the leader in being innovated and the leader in. Um, bringing the world to a better and higher standards to now is like we're the Jersey Shore. Just waiting for that next reality TV hit that comes out next week that's going to be another drama. 
And one in which is, again, I believe, the true threat to our democracy. You have this, this rhetoric calling that this Trump-led extremist. I mean, this is the same jargon that you would give if you were speaking about a terrorist organization that we have had to deal with from Al-Qaeda, ISIS, or whatever. But now, this is being spoken about the American people. See, the thing that's getting me, though, is that we have so many things that our president is saying that nothing in our Constitution is concrete. That it's you know, it can't be amid, uh, amended and changed. But yet, that's exactly what the Constitution is supposed to be for. It is the thing that is, uh, has established our nation as a democracy from the time it was uh, thought of in our founding fathers. And knowing that the Constitution tells us that every person, whether they're your creed or beliefs or views or whatever, we are all created equal. We're all created equal. But in the speech last night, I got not last night, but the night before, I mean, I don't see us being equal. I see that you have this saying this here. Um, this party here who is in power. Well, they're the one that gets to dictate to the rest of the world on how things are going to be done. And in America, we're supposed to have an open platform. But we've had so many people being shushed or canceled or attacked for not agreeing with this mob that has just completely taken over the White House, completely has taken over um, news media, has completely taken over uh, businesses. You, I mean, you have businesses now telling parents how they're supposed to raise their children. A business is only supposed to be selling you goods, not telling you how to live your life. But yet we're seeing that when, you know, that when you don't understand that the Constitution is created to be where no one party can dictate and control and manipulate and take over a a from the American people, take it away from the American people. We the people. Not the ones in the Constitution, not in the Congress, not the ones that's in the House and the Senate, not even the President. It is we the people in the United States. And if we don't start to recognize that there is, there is a war. And it could be a war of words if you want to. But there is a war that is going on right now. And it is over our democracy. 
It is over if you are a patriot, that if you're a patriot that believes in the Constitution, the Constitution should be held and upheld and should be, you know, um, the forefront of how America should be ran, then you are the extremist. But the ones that tell you, hey, you can have any, uh, if you think the sky is blue, you can call it blue, but tomorrow if you think it's uh, green, you call it green. And it'll be green because you said it's green. You can't, I mean, when you take out common sense, completely take out common sense, then you have insanity that takes over. And for me, what's alarming is that I had really hoped that the left at least some of them that's on the left side would have looked at this and have said if Trump came out and said this exact same speech but instead of it being about him he changes it and tweaks it and it's about Obama and Obama's administration how would the media, how, how would they act? Like they've been acting, everything would be racist and all this. But what gets me is the fact that instead of them saying, hey, no, 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 Mr. President, you, you can't say this about 50% of the American people because these people don't agree with your party, that doesn't make them... The enemy. We, we need to have discussions and talks and maybe persuade them to see it from our point of view. But we don't need to sit here and demonize them and attack them and use language in a way that would say that those people are terrorists. In your country. I, I, I have never seen anything like this before. I mean, uh, if I, you know, you look at third world countries, yeah. Yeah, you see this. You see this all the time. But America has always been the stamp of, and the light that's out there, that shows the world how a democracy, and we, the people, run our nation for everyone else to follow by our example. And the example that's being set right now. The example being set right now. Is something that is alarming. Terrifying. And downright. Honestly. Against. Our democracy. You shouldn't have to be. A Republican or a Democrat to agree that the lingo and the words that were being spoken by President Biden aren't alarming. You can't sit here and say, well, this is the speech that we needed. Really? This is the speech that we needed to alienate and, and demonize people and Call them terrorists? Extremists? 
I mean, I can't help but say I feel, like I've always said, it's all been orchestrated. They're trying to roll up that base where they finally say, we are not taking this shit no more. And then they actually do what they that the people's been saying that they're already doing, even though they're not. They're like, well, if they're saying we're doing it, we might as well just go ahead and do it. No, no, people. We need to come together. We need to find the common ground and say the common ground is how are we going to help out the American that is having to work three jobs just to put food on the table and now can't even put gas in the car because she or he had to make a decision. Do I put gas in the car tonight or do I put food in my baby's belly? That is what we should be focusing on. We should be focusing on the people that are homeless. We should be looking to find out why are these people homeless. We should be looking and seeing why the unemployment rate is so high as it is. We should go and look and see why do student loans have to be forgiven? If the idea was that you go to a college and a university, you go there to get a job when you graduate. What is happening that these people can't get a job to pay back off their student loans? We need to go back and look and say, why are these policies failing? We need to go back and say, why is Medicare and Medicaid, and then also, why is the regular insurance able to dictate to someone who is trying to fight for their life, telling them that as considered experimental and throws out their chance of having a normal life? Why are we not looking at saying, wait a second, why are these prescriptions so expensive? Why are these things not being able to be given to the people that need it, the sources that need to be given to people in need. These are the topics we should be focusing on. Not someone's political ideology, but getting down to the, the, the brass and say, you know what? People are hurting financially. What can we do to eliminate this burden what can we do to lessen this burden instead of making a speech of a declaration of war against your opposite party as always guys please pay attention to your friends because you never know what lies around the corner god bless